Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think pop punk is making a comeback right now. Oh, God. This is um, a song called Flames. It features Avril Lavigne, by the way. reason why I thought of playing this is because last night, Avril Lavigne was on Jimmy Kimmel Live with Maud Sun, and they performed this song. And it just, I'm hearing more and more pop punk kind of like making its way back. You know, Machine Gun Kelly recorded a whole pop punk kind of song or album, rather. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that, guys? I just would never throw this on. I just wouldn't throw this on when I'm, uh, you know, looking to listen to some tunes. Do you know who um, Machine Gun Kelly was working with on that album? Who? Travis Barker of Blink-182. I think it was on the drum kit. I just found out Travis Barker was dating Kourtney Kardashian the other yeah. day. What the hell Not is just going dating. on? dating. I think uh, I was reading some story that she tattooed him. He let her wow. tattoo I love you I on mean, his body. He's got so many tats, it doesn't matter at this point. I mean, That's there's le- more skin tattooed than not tattooed on his body. Yeah, it's like taking a <laughs> leak in a dog park. You'd never notice, right? It's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are you ready for that era of music to come back, Bundes? Maybe it's time to get the band back together. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's time. Can you sing like this? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I you could know? burn fire. I mean, I... You know, I love the fact that like you're hearing more guitar music. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, ba- like having bands back would be great. I just don't think punk is necessarily the um, the greatest type of music to showcase artistic talent or skill. Punk was always like the antithesis to that. Like when it came out in the '70s, like with the Sex Pistols and Susie and the Banshees and all that kind of stuff. The whole, the whole, it wasn't that the, the songwriting was great. It was all about the energy and the anger and and being the antithesis to like the Eric Clapton's and and that kind of stuff back then. So, what does this sound like to me? It sounds like the antithesis to pop music, which is what punk is, right? Like instead of being this, but even at the same time, these these punk post punk or whatever the fuck they're called, they're so structured and formulaic too. Right. Now it's like it's not even authentic. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's definitely not authentic. Like you know, you know, I'll give you another song that I think is an indication of pop punk, even though it's not really sold that way. But the Kid Leroy, I mean. You know, like his singing style yeah. is very early 2000s, yes, late 90s. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is not my, like, I can't put this on either when I'm just chilling out. 
Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's it. Nineties clothes are coming back. I think the music God. is uh, coming back as well. What is what was the name of your band? I always forget. Rock Waves. Well, no, Walk Waves is the newer version. What was the one oh, when you guys the Ridge. were like? Yeah, the rock band was called Mary Rose Obsession. Yeah. Right. Yeah. M R O. That- M R O. Yeah, but we weren't that kind of band. Like we played like um, like rock and roll. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah, you want it to be throwback to like classic rock era, like mm. ACDCs and and uh, Motley Crue's and bands like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I got this one song. It's called "Coming Home." I swear it could have been like Bon Jovi's song. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I could. F- f- find have it. you played it for us before? No, I'll play it for you guys. Play it for us. It's a demo. It's not like studio cut. Oh, this is. Um, Thank you by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> you know? If the sun repeats, it's more like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's not punk. It's, it's, it's like poison meets Led Zeppelin meets Bon Jovi. Totally glam rocky, you know? Total. Stop, I I wanna hear it. Oh, you wanted to get to the guitar solo. Uh, This is your brother singing? No, no. It's uh Dan. Daniel. Your brother's in the newer project. Your brother played the drums, right? Yeah, my brother's on the kid here. But yeah, like we did more like rock and roll kind of stuff like that. Yeah, this is definitely hair metal. Like it sounds yeah. like hair metal, this song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like uh, there's this other song we did called Sugar Sweet. I wrote it about a stripper. Def Leppard kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. When, okay. So when you write this. Yeah. Is that music still prominent, or had it gone? Like, has it, had, had Poison and all those bands oh, yeah. like been wiped off the map? Yeah, I mean, when I when I was uh, in the band, what was prominent was like the Nickelback and that kind of hard rock, and mm. then you had bands like Kings of Leon kind of uh, starting to break out. Where okay, you know, like an alternative Foo rock Fighters, and yeah, all that. Pearl kind of Jam stuff. was all like they're in their prime. Yeah. Well, excuse me. I almost threw up listening to this. <laughs> It's totally that. No, no, I, I just ate an apple, and it's uh, it always makes me have like this little weird spontaneous burps. That's funny. I like some of those melodies you're playing on the guitar. I know. Like I, I feel like uh, I feel like we should lay down some tracks, man. I always say that, but I feel like we should put some music together. What would you do in that? Would you sing, obviously, Mara? Right? Or would you play sure. your uh, bongo drums? Or what, is it? what is it? Your uh... I have bongo. I have um, djembe, a djembe drum. I have a steel pan drum steel pan you could be on the steel pan i gotta learn the steel pan i mean i can barely play either of them really i've yeah i've had a big inclination last uh, little while to like start writing again and like recording music um i've been listening to a lot more rock music lately Mm. i guess some of the conversations we have had got me going you know and digging through some of my old favorite records and listening to stuff and i had this like kind of 
passion to like start playing guitar again. I, oh, I just really miss it because I've been doing a lot of electronic producing lately, a lot of keyboards and synths and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I really just miss a guitar. Yeah. You know? Well, we were telling you the other day how unfortunate it is that you like you're so heartbroken over your band's demise that you don't feel like you want to even pick up the guitar. I just I can't imagine knowing how to play an instrument so well that you can rip on those guitar solos and then never wanting to pick it up. You know what it is? It's that. I love it so much that when I when I'm playing, I get enthralled in it, and then it 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 almost consumes me. Where it's like I get all these ideas, and I start writing things and coming up with things, and then I'm like, I'm a 34 year old guy now without a band. What am I going to do with all this music? And who cares to listen to, uh, you know, or pull up YouTube videos of some 34 year old? Like it's just, I feel like that part of my life is over. Yeah, but you have to get past the part where you know that this is your like your end goal is to be rock a rock star. You just have to like Mm -hmm. enjoy the moment. You know, like I go out and I go sailing, for example. I'm learning to kiteboard. You know, I go out and I kiteboard. I don't ever expect to be one of those people like doing aerobatics in the air and like competing in competitions. Sure. I just like that feeling, that sensation of like the actual sport. You and do it because it feels good. Because it feels good. Yeah. And, and life is about just finding those things that make you feel good. And if that music makes you feel good, who cares if people are paying for you to play it or if you're just playing it with friends? I, I get that it sucks that your band didn't make it or whatever. <laughs> no, for whatever it, reason, you know, totally. it's a shitty industry but why wouldn't you want to just feel good playing that music again oh it's it's not so much the playing it it's that it's that when you play and when you're jamming you get so inspired and like you start Mm. writing things you start creating things and you get so many ideas of like how you could release this or produce this track and how how people would react to listening to it and then it's like once you've created that art you want to share it like Mm -hmm. what what is the point of writing something and and recording a track if you're not going to share it but the beauty is you could share it you don't need a record label to no, put course, it out of course. Yeah, you, know, times you are... don't need to pay for studio time at metalworks and all the places <laughs> yeah. where you've paid before totally. you can literally do it in your living room I and know. you can make music <laughs> yeah. and you can share it i yeah. know and that, yeah. that's the biggest problem is me and my brother just need to get together again and like finish or finish off this record that we've been working on and for the last call two dan years. up can you mend those fences i don't know whatever happened with dan <laughs> but i have a feeling that there's still some like some <laughs> You you guys need to go see a therapist or something. (laughs) I think it's about baby steps, too. I have a a cousin who's a musician, and he was like, I got to sit down. I got to write some songs. I want to come up with my own stuff. He's a touring musician. Yeah. And, uh, and he was really thinking big picture. I got to get this person to come over. We all got to sit down. I'm like, why don't you start smaller and just do it yourself? Why don't you just do you first alone in your living room and then bring Dan into the picture? You know, don't think about it too big. Just do it yourself first. Baby steps. That's what they say about everything in life. When you're like, how do I get here? You always start small. Just every little step forward is good. When's the last time you had your electric guitar plugged in with yeah. all your pedals, all your Just effects? Just funsies. In, in like, and you played along to music mm-hmm. maybe and tried to just rip it a bit. Uh, it was probably a couple months ago. Um, okay, that's not bad. It's a good way to get back at your asshole neighbor, too. Just plug in the amp. Oh, shit. Point yeah. it his way. You got that dick neighbor who's always so loud. See, that's the other problem is I don't have all of my gear at the condo. Right, it, it's, it's at your parents' yeah, house. Yeah, it's, exor- it's ex- obnoxiously loud. Um, but sometimes, like, you know, I might just drive down up to Markham where my parents are. They're at work or whatever. Um, I used to do that all the time, but now they're stuck home in a pandemic, so I can't just like... Yeah. You can plug headphones into that gear, though. And uh, an electric guitar is only going to sound like a, like a you know, 
barely hear it through the walls. Yeah, so I mean, like sometimes I I, I plug it in my laptop because I have DI set up where I can plug in your laptop and you have different programs to yeah, make yeah. a guitar sound. You can play like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I used to love just like you know pouring myself a drink and like for an hour play, yeah. play a riff, just like by myself and just you're screwing around playing riffs and mm-hmm. you're just having a drink and you're just lost in the music. It's a great feeling. Um, it just sucks because I'm in a condo and I don't have the 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 ability to do that because I like it loud when I play. Like I love it loud, you know. Mm-hmm. Headphones don't do that the same way like the amplifier giving you that. Oof. Yeah, you feel it yeah. in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if, they, if day, the only guys. thing you don't get is that, you know, that it's in the headphones and not in your chest, it's still going to be. It's still going to be like, good. At least at the bare minimum, bring the damn guitar into work so we can do Rockify or what would Bundify. Bundify. Yeah, we've Are talked you, about doing that for two years. That would be so fun. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, he's too afraid that he uh, he's you know what he is he's Maverick after Goose died <laughs> you know what I mean but Maverick pulled it together pretty quick he got back in that plane wow. it took him a few flights before he was able to re-engage but he was eventually re-engaging Bundes is sitting there with the dog tags he's in his like, hand yeah, going yeah. talk to me talk Goose to me, talk goose. to me Goose and it's ten years later <laughs> talk to me, goose. Come the hell? On, man. pull it together mm. get your shit together grab that guitar. <laughs> <sighs> The pedals. You could you could jam at work. You could set up the gear. You at could work. jam here. You, you could. could set up the gear like in the room that Mora broadcasts in when we get out of here, and you could turn it up, and you wouldn't be the only. There's some maintenance people might hear you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe I will, guys. I'm 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 getting the itch back. It's coming. So maybe okay. maybe, maybe it'll uh, maybe I'll bust the guitar out soon. Yeah. How did we even get on this? Oh yeah, that uh, that uh, pop punk might be making a comeback along with the clothing. Yep. Yeah, the '90s fashion is like all aboard right now. You go onto like any fashion designer, it's all like baggy pants, chunky shoes, really thin sunglasses. Yeah, the thin sunglasses is tough because they don't really like. I have sensitive eyes. (laughs) <laughs> they don't really protect you, you know? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my eyes are all watery and shit. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad, my... Yeah. What about the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer glasses? Are those still in? They're always in, my friend. Yeah. You know that. Mora literally has the same glasses <laughs> as Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> the famous serial killer. They look better on you, by the Thank way. Thank you. I still burn for you. It's your girl. It's my girl. Still singing with a British accent, I see. (laughs) I think I could be in one of these bands. Uh, Next part of the podcast, it's the Daily Take Two. Don't go anywhere. It's coming up next. Please, God, don't let this lie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Tucker and Moron. What's going on, Jenna? I've switched radio stations to listen to you guys. 
Yeah, so I, I had this whole idea in my mind, and then I followed your Instagram for actually a funny story, which I don't know if I should share because I'll be kind of exposing myself, and it's to do with Bundus. You wanted to know what Bundus looked like? I'm thinking, man, this guy, he sounds like a player. Like, Yeah, let's see what this player looks like. I get it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a 22-year-old. I'm kind of cute. I'm like, maybe I'll follow him. Maybe I'll, it'll be funny. I'll get a slide in my DMs or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Which is really pushing it. But, you know, why not try? So I went and I looked and then I was like, oh, okay. He's not what I expected. Not bad, but it's not bad. And then I went on the radio station to follow it. And I was like, who are these people? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Tucker and Laura. And I was like, nope, that's not them. This is not what I pictured at all. Mm-hmm. What did you have in your head? Tucker's changed because I'm pretty sure you said on the show that he was bald. So at first I had this, like, I knew he had two girls. I knew he was married. So I had this, like, dad idea in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, the nice suit going into work. He's a big boss. <laughs> Classic dad. Classic dad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, he's got his little briefcase. Park the minivan into the underground garage, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then you saw me, and what did you see? And then I was like, oh, okay, he's, like, got this, like, maybe strawberry blonde gingery kind of big beard, and he's, uh, he's a hat wearer, and I was like, oh, okay, he's, like, hip dad. Hip dad. <laughs> Let's move to Mora now. Um, have you ever seen, like, the Fairly Odd Parents? No. no. Really? Okay, well, you're going to have to Google it now. Yeah, I'm Googling, Googling it right now. Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> yes, and then click, like, Timmy Turner's mom. Oh, God. It's just classic <laughs> mom. Just yeah. Classic mom. Yeah. Okay. And what did you see when you saw Mora? Long blonde hair. It's kind of, like, wavy curly, and she has glasses. I was like, oh, my gosh. What? Who is that? Who is this person? Yeah. I was like, did they like replace Mora? I don't With know why. Somebody way hipper and cooler way than, than cooler. Timmy's yeah. mom. Okay, and what about Bundus? Well, the way you guys talk about him, I'm like, oh man, this guy's like a sick god. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we, did we over oversell a little we bit? Eh? We oversell them. No, he's uh, he's a wonderful looking man. I was just expecting like. Like an F boy, you know. I was expecting this man to be like, yeah. yeah. Well, you I haven't seen him dressed up. That's the thing. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't dress like an F boy. I'm not a TikTok <laughs> F boy. Thank you very not much. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well, you look like yeah. a nice guy, but I feel better knowing the real you guys. Much more hip. We love it. Hey, take it easy. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. We got a text from Kaylin. Mm-hmm. She says. I went through the exact same emotions with you guys. You and Tucker exceeded my expectations. I don't know if that's a compliment, though. Now that I think of it, it's like, you're Timmy Turner's mom. Well, you know what the thing is? And I'm like some square dad coming in with my suit and minivan with a briefcase in my hands. Come on. How do do you think I feel? Every girl that comes and looks at my profile is now disappointed because you guys oversell me. We oversell you. No, you know what it is? (laughs) It's the stig- my game, guys. I, I literally uh, think it's a stigma of being a mom or a dad that once you're a mom or a dad, it's over for you. You can't yeah. be cool. You can't be sexy. You can't be anything. It's like big squares big, walking big around. Losers. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, Karen. <laughs> I have told some wild stories on this show, yeah. and I still look like a mom. You, you know? think Jenny Turner's mom <laughs> would engage in a threesome or even a foursome for that? Matter? I believe there were four people in the room, Tucker. 
Parker. Yeah. I may have been asked to leave <laughs> at some point. But. You may have felt the need to leave. I think more like it. Because <laughs> Timmy Turner's mom's not into that kind of thing. <laughs> it is messed up. It is messed up. I know. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. If you want to get a sense of what we look like. Instagram, we're there. Apparently, don't look though. Don't don't look, don't look at Bundus because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, but go check, check us out. out. <laughs> we look better than what you think we look like. Chances are, <laughs> Tucker and Mora. What's going on, Mick? So yeah, I was just uh, listening to all your stories going on uh, about people getting caught out in lies or telling lies to girls when they were younger. Oh, the other day and, uh, we were talking about, yeah, like uh, how more than 50% of people start new relationships with a lie. Mm-hmm. Were you checking out the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I was listening to I listened to it on the way home, so I was listening to that last night as well. And um, I, I had a, we used to have some big weekends when I was younger, where we'd go out and we used to tell girls we were dolphin trainers, pilots, anything we could think of. Um, but there was one particular weekend I got very caught out. Let me guess, and, uh, you, you pretended you were from another country. You're like, I'm uh, either, I'm from Australia or Britain. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but. I have actually done that one as well. I've pretended to be Australian and Irish, I think, on one mm. evening. Oh, yeah. What are you? What's your background? English. Or English, English. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I was in the um, Navy. I met my wife out in Spain while I was there. Now I don't believe you. You're like a compulsive liar. <laughs> really, Navy? Good try. Uh, so what was the big lie that you pulled off? Well, I'd been out Friday and Saturday night, and I got very drunk on the Friday night. Um, didn't remember much of the evening at all. And then I went out the Saturday night, uh, same club, and about halfway through the evening, this girl taps me on the t- shoulder, and I turn around. Gorgeous girl stood there. She says, hey, Mick. I'm racking my brain trying to think of her name. I remember this girl, but I couldn't remember her name. And I go, oh, hey, Denise. And she says, it's not Denise, it's Donna. And I said, look, I'm really sorry, Donna. I had quite a few to drink last night. She said, yes, but you said your mum was psychic and that you were going to marry a girl called Donna. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. oh my god! I, I had nothing, nothing. I could have just stood there looking at it. And she just swore at me, turned around and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna lie. You got to make sure you're sober enough that you're gonna remember it the next day. That's the lesson yeah. we learned there, Mick. <laughs> hey, really appreciate you checking out the podcast and uh, calling in with that story. Thanks, man. Yeah, cheers, guys. Love the show. It is Tucker and Mora. I wonder if you can figure out what was just named the greatest teen show of all time. Greatest teen show of all Saved time. Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell, Mora says. Hang on. Let me get into my... Uh... Hold on. All right. We asked a thousand people what it is for the show. The greatest, <laughs> greatest teen, teen show, of show of all time. All right. Time. Show me Saved by the bell. <laughs> no. No? I, I got to go... Um... Although for me it would be the OC, I gotta say Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. That'd be my guess. Show me Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero. No, no, okay. but but that did crack the top ten. And if you're wondering about Saved by the Bell, it did not make it into the top ten. Ooh. It uh, made it to number 26, actually, on this list. Degrassi, Degrassi, man. You think Degrassi's gonna make this list? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. It did. Not the top 10. Degrassi, the next generation, came in at number 12. So I'll give you like, but it wasn't number one. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Great. Yeah. Luke texted us. Okay. Luke says Dawson's Creek, man. <laughs> oh, Vanderbeek. Yeah. Dawson's <laughs> Creek. Katie Holmes, Vanderbeek. <laughs> Michelle Williams. Oh, yeah, Pacey. that's right. I was in love with Pacey. So Dawson's Creek. Is, is number 10 on that, not Whoa! number one. Yeah. You want another guess? I lo- And by the way, I agree that this was a great show, and I enjoyed it as an adult. What, Dawson's it, Creek? Yeah, no, the show that is number one. Oh. I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity to watch it when I was a teen. Fundus feels so, like... Oh, this is older than is what you're implying. It's uh, older than when I was a teen, yeah. Uh, so at least Steve, 10 years old. Steve says... It's got to be Baywatch. <laughs> Baywatch. Baywatch was a classic. It created some, drama for some teens, sure. but uh, no, that is not even close. What about a little uh, something a little bit modern? I feel like it's got to be on the list, like Gossip Girl or Pretty Little Liars, maybe. You know, a lot of those shows can be a little edgy, even for teens, right? Uh, Gossip Girl does not make the list, and Pretty Little Liars did not make the top ten. John's got it. John's yeah, got it. John's got John's it. figured it out. Yeah, what's he John says, saying? it's Buffy. The Vampire Slayer Buffy. show. Buffy. Buffy. Came in at number two. Oh, Johnny Boy. Great guess. Okay. Great guess on that one. Natalie says um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came in at number nine on that. Okay. But it did make the top ten. <laughs> top ten? Okay. Yeah, what was that yeah. show with Nev Campbell? Party of Five? Party of Five! Yes! <laughs> Yes, party of five. No, <laughs> great show. Uh, but I, that one I could have probably watched when I was a teenager. That one's um, been around a long time. Robert's got a guess here. Yeah, the GGs, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls cracked the top ten at number six, but it is not number one. <laughs> Greatest teen show of all time. And now I'll give you a little another like uh, clue. Okay. It'll help you look it up anyway. This is according to Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. And they put together the list of the 50 greatest teen. Uh, it's a sports uh, kind of show. Sports kind of show. Friday, yeah. night, Friday, night, Friday lights. night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Oh, man. There that, you go. that is such a great show. Oh, my that God. was amazing, that show, right? Mike's Not like, there. what about my One Tree Hill? <laughs> Easy, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mike. (laughs) It's Tucker and Maura. People are worried that Harry Styles is getting a little less hot these days. (laughs) Is that even possible? It's because they think that he's losing his British accent. Really? Yeah. And people are commenting after the Brit Awards. So he won an award at the Brit Awards they saw him do his whole thank you, and they're like, man, he is sounding more and more American every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it that's happens. part of his charm, though. Well, he, he's also an actor, and I'm pretty sure he's in something right now, or maybe, like, he just either finished filming or is about to film another project. Mm-hmm. But in, in some of those cases, you know, you got to learn how to do the American accent. For sure. You're going to play certain roles. You listen, you decide for yourself. Does Harry Styles still sound... British enough for you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's um, 
I just continue to be baffled by moments like this and they make me more and more incredibly grateful to be able to get to do this job every day and what are you thinking right now? Oh, he's definitely losing his accent a little bit. But uh, I mean, uh, I'm sure if he goes home and hangs around with his people and his family in the UK, he'll pick it back up again. No problem. Um, I'm really happy to be here and proud to be celebrating British music tonight. Um, I want to thank <laughs> my fans for being so generous to me uh, always. And everyone in my life who has my back, thank you so much. I love you. And all of you around there, thank you so much for everything you did for this country. In the last year, we love you so much. It's like and this it comes in and out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when your car's making that sound and you don't hear it all the time. Uh. It just comes in every now and then. <laughs> of all the things for him to lose, that is not the thing I wanted to see him lose. No, I want I to see agree. him lose the hair. He's got to, you know, <laughs> they're going to lose something. If Harry Styles is going to oh. become less attractive from losing something, please let it be his hair and not the accent. Do you remember when he was in One Direction and he had that ridiculous like swoop over? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I w- interviewed him when he was in One Direction and I saw people working on the swoop. Oh, really? Before, Before the, the interview? interview, he yeah. had like a hair person who was spraying and swooping and teasing and spraying and swooping. And I thought to myself, man, he will lose his hair if he keeps being that rough with it. <laughs> I'm surprised. One can only hope. It's just not fair. <laughs> when you pick up your date, you better work hard to impress your date's dog. Because most people say if their pet doesn't like the person immediately, it's over. Wow. It is over. Two-thirds of single people would dump somebody if their pet did not approve. 67% are looking for their pet to tell them if you're a keeper or not. Well, that's insane. <laughs> if they let you go because the pet said... I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, then, isn't the pet kind of like wanting to keep you for itself too? Like in some cases, doesn't the dog or the cat just not want you to meet anybody so you two can be together yeah. forever? Bundes, you must have had some run-ins when you went home to a girl's place and they had a dog and maybe the dog didn't like you because you were like all touchy-feely with the dog's master. You know what? Surprisingly, I always get along with dogs. For some Something about dogs, they really like me. They always come up to me. And, uh, of course. And, and, you know why? Because you are a dog. That's why. <laughs> I'm among like, the breed. I, I smell a dog. It looks a little different. Uh, when dogs come and see you, when yeah, you show up at these places, yeah. do they greet you by smelling your butt? They always they come they? right up my leg. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. Uh, Two-thirds of us <laughs> trust our pet more than our family and friends. When it comes to relationships. Yeah, but your pet being jealous and not liking somebody, that can happen. It has nothing to do with the character of the person who's come in. My uh, sister married a guy... And the, her cat hated him. Yeah, I, and, and I used have a to friend do things. Who, same like, thing. Would he would pee in his suitcase. Yes. Would do all these things to punish my sister and the guy. Uh, but like, my sister wasn't going to let him go because of it. 
The cat I, was a pain in the ass. My friend had the same thing happen where he would go stay at his girlfriend's house and the cat would pee in his bag all the time. And I feel like it was a signal like, get out. Yeah, the cat. Get the cat out. No, no. <laughs> the cat wanted him out. I think cats can be worse when it I, comes yeah, to that. I for I sure. Like, I feel like dogs are more are, are not so possessive as, as in comparison to cats. The only thing I think where you might be wrong about that, because I do think cats are the worst, but I, <laughs> some dogs may not want to see you like physically active with their master oh, you know sure. and think that you're maybe hurting oh. her yeah. and then in that case i'm sure like the dog would have to be out of the room and the room door would have to be closed because the dog could come up and start like barking and biting maybe if they think you're attacking her i know you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well i always moves? i always thought like a dog <laughs> had like a sixth sense like it could sense a, like a different kind of energy you know, if a people. dog had a sixth sense, then the dog would be barking at you to get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> that this, the dog would be like, this is a hit and run. This, this is a guy, hit and run. This He's guy's going to move on to another hydrant next week. It'll be someone completely different. And he'll be like, marking his territory you know, in another part of town. Yeah, 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 yeah. The run, dog, the dog run. would know. The dog would know. <laughs> what are the best ways to make a pet like you? Okay, what are the best ways? Scratch them behind the ear and yeah. show up with treats. Could you imagine showing up with treats just to win over your date's pet? I but would a- do it. Apparently, you should be doing that. Yeah, get some liver treats in your pocket. They can smell that. <laughs> Maybe put it in like a, not in a Ziploc bag, but in just wrapped in a paper towel, so the mm. smells there. And then the girl's gonna be like, "Oh my god, my dog, dog normally love- doesn't like guys yeah. coming over, but dog loves you, right?" Next thing you know, actually, that doesn't help Bundes's cause. Why? No, because now she's going to want him to come back. (laughs) You need the dog. He's got to break up with her. (laughs) He needs the dog not to like him. That's true. (laughs) Bring bad treats. Not good ones. Yeah. (laughs) It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.